we're here. We're back. <laughs> I feel like we say that every episode. We're back. Like, yeah, yeah. no shit. <laughs> well, yeah, fair. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying, but yeah. We haven't, yeah, we haven't mastered the uh, online radio sound sort of stuff yeah. yet. <laughs> like True. readings and everything. Yeah. I mean, maybe, I don't know. I also feel like we don't get, like, a ton of, like, sh- outside feedback. I mean, we have, like, our friends that give us feedback, but, like, yeah. strangers on the internet don't give us feedback, so. that I'm not asking for stranger feedback if it's <laughs> negative. That's not what I'm asking for. Um, you can't say that. You're supposed to be open to criticism. Yeah, I'm open like, to criticism. I don't criticism. want to hear you if you're going to talk shit. I mean... Yeah, there's a difference between criticism and talking shit. Of course. So, yeah, if you're going to be an asshole, then <laughs> I don't want to hear it. You're just going to get blocked. Elsewhere. Yeah, take that. Yeah, get back on get back on Xbox Live with that mess. Yeah. I don't even know if they call it Xbox Live anymore. I'm so out of tune with video games. Probably. I think so, yeah. Or Twitch or we'll see. wherever you go. Yeah, yeah, take that shit over to Twitch. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. Well, anyways, it is currently the end of October when we're recording this. Happy Halloween, y'all. It is Halloween, yes. But um, because it's the end of October, we have a very important date coming up in just a couple days. That would be Election Day. Oh, yeah. So I personally want to know how you're doing. But first of all, before we get into all that, how was your week, Celeste? Um, it was long and short at the same time. Hmm. Yeah, I kind of feel that. Like, it felt like it was going forever, but also I was like, damn, it's Friday. Like, yeah. well, today's not Friday, <laughs> but um, yeah, yesterday I was like, damn, it's Friday. So, yeah, it was, it's been, like, dark, like, all week. Like the, the weather, just TV. clouds, yeah, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. like not a lot of sun, and I have one window in my apartment, so it's like really, oh. it's really dark. I mean, my apartment's always dark for the most part, but like it's really dark, and I was just like, I don't like this. Like, it made me feel like super unmotivated, and I was yeah, like, ugh, this is so annoying. But I mean, for the most part, like. Yeah, it was okay. Like, you know, working, schooling, things of that <laughs> nature. Um, my neighbor's um, toilet cracked. Oh. On top of them having, I guess, like a huge water leak or something. So. What? From like Friday of last week until like Wednesday. It was like five days of just like really, really loud noise. I think they were like cutting into the floor and having to do oh, like yeah. Ooh, some serious repairs or something like that. It was so yeah. fucking loud. Like it was so, I live, my, the apartment, <laughs> I live in a pretty big like apartment complex building and there's like 80 t- to like 85, 86 units in my building just for wow. like size reference. And I live in the absolute front of the building. Like, I live right above the lobby, 
area. Oh, okay. And you could, and my neighbor, so, like, we all, like, live in the front of the building. And one day, I, like, came into the apartment building from the back of the building, which is... And you could hear the noise from the front of the building. That's how loud it was. Wow. Now imagine that. But like right next to you. Right next to me. (laughs) Damn. That's For like five hours a day. For like five days. Yeah. It was, it has been hell on earth. And. Yeah. I can't wait to move. Like. (laughs) I feel that so but yeah this also reminds me of an important thing that i learned a while ago that doesn't apply to me but should <laughs> or could apply to someone else if you're buying a new home do not buy a home next to an empty lot because they're gonna put a house there and you're gonna have to listen yeah. to them build that house the entire time yeah that you're there and it could take and, up to right. like a year year and a half two years yeah. yeah, so it's like, I, I see some friends and they're like, oh, we just bought our plot or whatever. And I'm like, that's great. And then they show a picture of the, you know, the I guess the area that the house we built on. And there's nothing next to them. But yeah. there's little signs that say, okay, this is plot 147. This is plot 148. And I'm like, okay, you put your house up first. Yeah, but within a month or two, someone else is going to be putting theirs up as well. Mm-hmm. And you have to listen to that shit all day. <laughs> For months. Because it yeah. doesn't take five days to build a house. Yeah, that's actually what happened to me last year. I, um, excuse me, for like the past like year and a half, they've been building this apartment complex next to me. I remind mm-hmm. you guys, I live in the front of my building. No. So they, yeah, they've been building this um, apartment building right next to us. The noise, the, and then the street that I park on is like a one-way mm-hmm. street. And I have a I have an assigned um, parking spot on the street for my building, and they because they were building and it's a one way street so it's small. They were like coming through to bring in materials with all these huge construction yep. trucks and trailers and stuff like that, and they were parking in my spot and stuff, which you're oh, not no. supposed to park yeah. in the spot. Definitely. And then one time I tried to get them towed, and they were like, well, the sign isn't up there, so we can't tow them. It is. I was like, what is the point of me having a signed spot and y'all, and that I can't get people towed out of my spot? Like, that don't make no damn sense, but here we are. Yeah, so... So, yeah. I remember one time I called the towing place, and they were like, oh, do you... Um, is it someone who is working on the building next door? Because they were no getting way. a lot of complaints. And I was just like, I don't know. <laughs> and he was like, I was like, I don't know. There is someone in my spot. Your job is to tow the people who are not supposed to be in the spot. Why are you asking yeah, me additional questions? Yeah, that's why contracted out. Yeah, exactly. Like, mm. you stupid person. Go do your damn job and leave me alone. <laughs> He's like, like, I'm not driving all the way back out there. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I can't wait to move. <laughs> but Well, at least you're going to move. That's good. Yeah. But, yeah, that was my week, pretty much. Yeah. How about yours? <laughs> um, mine was okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think what actually happened. So, I got really scared at the beginning, or, like, over last weekend, 
because I kind of felt like a little congested and like just you know low energy achy and I was like oh my god this feels like I'm like catching the flu or something or like a bad cold so I went into freak out mode obviously because I'm like oh god I might have COVID but it turned I mean it just turned out I think the weather changed really fast because like the week before last it was 70s 60s like really nice yeah. weather for me I, I like warm weather but um it changed really fast and it was like then it was like 40s 30s 20s overnight mm. and I guess my body just was like mm, yeah no yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah I really um I I, I feel better now but I, it was you know scary so yeah and I didn't want to like I felt bad because I didn't want to like you know inconvenience my neighbors if I got sick or you know if I was sick and didn't really know it like what could I have who could I have exposed myself to or, or, ew, exposed <laughs> Who could I have exposed the illness to? We'll, we'll go with that. Ugh. Can you cut that out? <laughs> no. Damn it. <laughs> that is yeah, terrible. okay, well, anyways, because she's rude, so whatever. But yeah, I, you know, I, I'm doing okay. I had busy work week too but you know it was good to uh get a lot of stuff done that's been on my agenda for like the last month or so so yeah just uh getting into some new stuff I've been reading trying to read more and not just uh not just kind of like fuck around on the computer like I'm actually trying to like learn new stuff and you know watch like informational stuff instead of you know shit about Kim Kardashian or whatever. I, oh, not that I watch yeah. that, so I really don't pay attention to that type of stuff. But, yeah. you know, just trying to do more productive stuff with my free time, I guess. Yeah. So. That's good. Well, anyways. Yeah. Um, so, because today's Halloween, like I mentioned before, we have Election Day coming up in a couple days. And Celeste and I just wanted to, uh, I guess, break down our current thoughts on the climate and maybe some predictions for what's going to happen for the rest of the year and into next year and yeah so let's you go first because i don't want to talk about it right now <laughs> oh god you first uh man i don't even know like for real for real, <laughs> i don't even know what's gonna happen like obviously one of two things is gonna happen <laughs> mm. um either that man gets reelected or the other man wins. So one of those things is going to happen. Yeah. One old guy or another. Yeah. One old white man or another is going to be in the office, which I guess good for them. I don't, I honestly, I don't know. I am erring on the side of that he's going to win again, to be totally yeah. honest. Same. Like, which really sucks, but I just, I I don't know. Um, and if Biden wins, great. At least, like, some of the stuff isn't going to be as shitty, but it's still There's still a lot of stuff to undo. <laughs> so... Yeah, I... And his so, wife. <laughs> yeah, so he yeah. was not my first choice for presidential candidate. But... Here we are. You know. Yeah. Honestly, when 
when the nominees first started to come about, I was like, oh, Pete Buttigieg sounds kind of cool. Like, my mom was like, oh, his nickname's Mayor Pete, and he's so cool and, and young and hip mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. But he's actually, like, pretty, I'd say he's, like, kind of moderate, um, mm-hmm. which there's nothing wrong with that. But I think, um, you know, I was, I, I guess I was, oops, sorry. I guess I was looking for someone that had a little bit more progressive ideas. So then I was like, oh, shit, Bernie Sanders is running again. And that's when I was like, oh, yeah, I'm all about Bernie. And, you know, it just, that was so depressing watching watching that not happen was so depressing to me because I was so like all about it like when we were in uh, on the west coast everybody was talking about Bernie and I'm sure it was you know same kind of situation elsewhere but everybody was talking about Bernie and then didn't happen that was so disappointing yeah but yeah um I don't know I I'm also agreeing with you I feel like is a very high probability, too high, that, uh, you know, Cheeto Man will be reelected. But I, I honestly, I don't know what I'd do. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. It, it, I, it's, yeah. Yeah. I might, well, I'll tell you this one thing. My neighbors, uh, I was talking to my neighbors the other day, and they were like, yeah, we, um, we've actually been stocking up just in case we need to stay home for a while, um, you know, when this whole thing happens in you know around election day and i was thinking i was like yeah "Yeah, that's that's not really and then like i gave it a a, like 10 seconds of thought and i'm like oh my god that is totally a possibility it could just be unsafe to be in a you know a large city Mm -hmm. with at a time like that and it's not so much because of um you know some of the stuff some of the stuff we've been seeing earlier in the summer but it's it could kind of swing the opposite way where it's just like all these radical people that just think that now the floodgates have opened and they can do what they want and you know mm-hmm. I think that would be extremely scary and and they have two babies so totally totally get that um but yeah they said they've been stocking up and then I was talking to my partner and he was like oh yeah wait that actually might not be a bad idea so we might yeah. actually just in the next couple of days maybe you know just get some stuff like just in case it's like not like it's like, oh, we're on lockdown, can't do anything. But like, you know, if we could cut our trips that we're making out of the house mm-hmm. down, then, you know, because of safety reasons or something. Yeah, that's that's probably what we'll do. Yeah, uh, that is such a good idea. Like, mm. such a good idea. Because I've been like going grocery shopping on Thursdays, like every other Thursday. Yeah. And next, this coming Thursday would be the day I like go grocery shopping. But man, I might do that shit on Monday. Like, yeah, I totally would say honest. maybe maybe consider just yeah. Just I mean, I have a, a I have yeah. I try not to do Mondays because I have like two meetings on Mondays, so I try not to leave the house. Mm-hmm. But I might have to, and they just gonna have it, to deal. because yeah. like I yeah. yeah I gotta. I live by my I live alone, <laughs> like right. so, and I'm a black yeah. woman. Like, I yeah, I gotta like make sure I'm good. I gotta make sure I also have a pet. I gotta make sure she's good. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that makes that makes total sense. Yeah, damn. Yeah, yeah, because like I was like on Instagram and someone had posted about like 
it could be very possible that a coup might happen. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. my God. <laughs> it's like, true. So and, I was like, and people might think you're overreacting, but that's probably what people thought, you know, earlier in the century when when all this type of stuff was happening in the 60s and around the Vietnam War, all those mm-hmm. protests were happening. It, this is the same, you know, kind of in a similar realm. Yeah. People are upset and, you know, it... it might just get to a breaking point for everyone where, you know, they feel like they need to rise up. And and, and I'm not saying one side or over the other, because it could go either way. Yeah, I 100% yeah. agree. Yeah. So, yeah. Man, I don't yeah. know. Y'all, just go vote. Like... I mean, that's, that's the only thing you can do is <laughs> yeah. vote, but also encourage other people, you know, continue to encourage friends and family, especially older family members that might not think that they're um you know there's as much weight on Mm -hmm. this election as as you might think like people who are just like yeah whatever happens happens those are the people you need to talk to because those are the people that are gonna you know if things go the way that they don't want to see that's the first person to blame is someone who didn't exercise their right to vote or you know Mm -hmm. didn't at least try and i i've seen uh i was talking to my mom about this but all these early voting stuff that you've been seeing like like videos of people waiting in line for four hours, camped out. I saw this black lady, she had a, a lawn chair and a big ass cooler with <laughs> drinks and snacks. Aww. She was like set. She was like, I'm gonna stay in this line as long as it takes because I'm going in there to vote. And these are people voting early. This is not even, we're not even talking about election day where, you know, luckily I can vote just down the street, but, you know, it could be hundreds and hundreds of people. But, you know, if you're not, trying your best then you're not doing your civic duty <laughs> that yeah. that's just the truth yeah you know it's yeah. one thing to be um you in a place like i think there's some places in the midwest where because of covid a lot of polling normal polling places like schools or churches or something have um are not going to be operational and so you might have to go elsewhere and you know obviously that brings more people to that other place or you know there's some other um, options that you need to take to, to be able to vote but you know it, it, it's there's a lot of stuff like a lot of obstacles but at the same time this is just what you have to do if you want to see change mm-hmm. yeah so you yeah I agree yeah yeah man yeah I man y'all hopefully <laughs> next time we're recording this podcast you know it's we feel better about things but yeah I don't have high hopes (laughs) like I just don't and it like really sucks like starting tomorrow I'm gonna be on social media for an entire week like Mm. I'm like freezing social like no twitter no instagram and no facebook like no nothing granted I don't go on facebook that much but yeah I'll I don't want to see the ridiculous. It's just gonna be chaos, and I just yeah. Either way, yeah. Either so, way. yeah. Um, I'm probably gonna have like a couple friends text me to like kind of keep me updated on like things that are going on because definitely I'm probably yeah. not even gonna really watch the news for real. Um, well, but, I mean, one thing I would say is keep your um you know if you get the apple news stories on your iphone 
just mm-hmm. keep those on because at least that way, like I've, from my experience, I've only, I only get updated maybe three, twice or three times a week at most. And it's super important stuff. Like the last important thing I got was Trump has COVID. And I was like, oh shit, that's, that's pretty important, you know? So yeah. um, I would say just leave something on. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know what that was. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. leave something on so if there is some sort of like serious incident, you're yeah. aware immediately. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I did when um I think when all the protests really started happening and then like they had like the curfew stuff going on. I like yes. went on a social media break and I was like, Hey, if anything like happens with like the curfews and stuff like that, just like keep me updated. Granted, I don't be going outside at night, but yeah, which like yeah, but- also leads me to like another thing. Like, <laughs> I might be going to my first protest if this man wins again. Mm-hmm. If we're gonna be keep it one hundred. But there is one thing that I want you to to be mindful of though. If something were to happen that was extreme and you know just totally out of the blue totally chaotic nothing against your friends but they will take care of themselves first you it's not that they won't be thinking of Mm -hmm. you it's just like they have to take care of themselves first so i i wouldn't necessarily depend on someone else to tell you what's going on if it's something major like yeah which is why i think it's you know if you okay maybe if you check in daily Mm -hmm. or something but just you know, log out of your account so you have to physically log on so you're not tempted to just click it randomly during the day or something. Like, if it's, like, intentional just to check in for five minutes, that might be a better idea, especially because you live alone, so you're not going to have someone else that's there with you to monitor this stuff closer. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I think it'll be a balance of, like, all of that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if if worse comes to worse, though, they're going to take care of themselves first. And it's and it's nothing on them being selfish or anything. It's just that's just where your your mm-hmm. thought goes is you gotta take care of number one. So yeah. yeah, it's just my thought on that. Yeah. But uh we, we probably we were uh, my partner and I were talking about it. We probably will tune in and watch the voting results come in. But after that, like I might give it an hour after the you know, the vote is called if it's if it's called on Tuesday yeah but, uh, that's the other thing yeah mm-hmm. yeah he could reject the results they could have to do a recount because it's too close yeah also uh, they might not know. know the actual answer of the day of because of all of mm-hmm. the mailing and stuff like that like that's very true as well yeah 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 I did I did see early voting ended in most states I think on Friday so I guess they have time to you know start to tally on those votes yeah. um, over the weekend but I just think the turnout for this whole process is major. And so you're right. I think, I, I don't know if they'll have the results Tuesday night like they usually do. Yeah. So that's, that's another thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been hearing from some people that I follow that like, there are, I guess a lot of the polls are saying that he isn't winning, which I've just been like, that's cute, because I'm pretty sure they said the differ. same thing in 2016, and he yeah. still won. Yep. So Well, right, that's the thing. Most of the time, I've, I've seen the same where Republicans don't typically win the popular vote. 
Yeah. They win the electoral votes that they mm-hmm. need. So yeah, he might not be polling. You know, if, if they're counting vote from person to person and he's not getting as much votes, that doesn't really matter if he's winning in the states that have a high amount of electoral mm-hmm. votes. Yeah. Like Texas, Pennsylvania, Florida. Yeah. You know. So, yeah. Um Yeah, guys. So I don't know what more to say cuz that's where I am with all of this to be totally honest like yeah we just gonna have to wait and see what happens and hopefully um it ends well and not chaotic but this is 2020 so it's gonna be chaotic anything goes (laughs) yeah so so yeah I don't but but yeah but then also the thing is like if I don't know I I do think though that if um and I think I've said this before if he wins again I think my exit plan is going to be more like I'm gonna really want to execute it a lot a little bit with a little bit more rigor than like mm-hmm. if Biden wins to be totally honest like so you're like I'm still leaving either way but yeah <laughs> the, the urgency <laughs> yeah. will depend on this yeah yeah no I I agree I agree um right now it- I'm count right now I'm counting on Biden to win so that I can do things the way that I want to do yeah but if I, just even saying his name is just like yeah that's why I haven't said his name <laughs> but if uh turtle boy <laughs> if turtle boy wins then uh, you know I I don't know I I just feel like while while we're privileged you and I are privileged oh, in yeah. certain ways to be able to even think about yeah other options there are a lot of people that will have to deal with it either way yeah and that's the reality of it really yeah i i was um watching i don't i was watching the grapevine i'm a a patreon member for them and Mm -hmm. if you don't know what the grapevine is it is a medium a media platform in which black millennials talk about like black community stuff so they have a youtube channel and they post they have like a tons of videos on their youtube channel they also have a patreon where they'll put videos video discussions up there as well and one of the video discussions that they had on their patreon was about expat expatting black expats and um and it was a really good conversation and it was a conversation that I've had or that I've seen with a lot of different like blacks black ex- on it was all it was a video that I've seen other people do about black expats and the discussions that they're having and um so yeah, I do agree that a we have a have a lot of privilege in being able to think 
and to about um being about leaving this country to be totally honest because there are the majority of black people cannot leave this country it's just not possible we don't have the economic wealth to leave some of us a lot of us don't even have the a lot of us don't even have the money to like move to like the next city in our own state so there there is that so there's a lot of privilege in that and honestly a lot of black people are not gonna leave the united states that's just not gonna it's just not gonna happen i feel like anytime like there's a a conversation yeah like anytime there's a conversation about like oh black people like we need to leave like especially like on twitter which twitter is the troll kingdom of the universe and like people are always on there like oh like that's why i'm trying to leave blah 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 whatever whatever and it's and everybody's like oh everybody wants to leave blah 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 like who's gonna stay here y'all a uh, lot of people are gonna stay here yeah a that's lot not of people gonna be an are, issue yeah that is not yeah. gonna be an issue a lot of people are gonna stay here a lot of us still have family here a lot of us still have responsibilities here and a lot you know and a lot and a lot of people just see the value in living in the u.s and yeah. wouldn't ever think about leaving because they don't want to and yeah that's totally fine yeah but i think it's you know, like yeah this t- the statistic is like pretty low i think it's like less than 20 percent of like black americans actually like leave or something like that don't quote me but <laughs> it's a really low percentage of black people who actually leave the united states and like move to another country it's not a very high um number so i think people worrying about that is really like weird and probably should do a little bit more research um also people my other thing is like just because i'm leaving or i want to leave the united states does not mean that i am leaving and just like not gonna care (laughs) about what's happening here like nine times out of ten i'm still gonna be a citizen and i'm still gonna have to pay taxes so therefore I still care about the people here my family is still going to be here so me leaving the United States is not me just being like peace out fuck y'all I'm be in a better place blah 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 da, 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 da. like no that's not I feel like anyone who's res- who is being responsible with their um with their plan to leave this country they have considered all of the factors or a lot of the factors like I don't know in the conversations that I've heard um and watched a lot of people are talking about the responsibilities of what it means to live abroad and Hmm. to um and to move out of this country, what are the responsibilities do you have not only to the people in the U.S., but also the people that you're moving into? Because you're, even though, you know, in the U.S., for us as black citizens, we're kind of, we're definitely at the bottom of the totem pole. When we go abroad, we're U.S. citizens, regardless of yes. if we're black or white yes. or any yes. other color. So 
we become we're the foreigner we're the u.s foreigner with the money that can almost go anywhere we want to and we have a responsibility to not be the white people of the u.s like it's like when you go on a field trip and and your teacher says you know, you, you're representing the school, so be on your best behavior or whatever. Yeah. It, it's kind of like that, but I, I mean, I guess that's the way I see it, but... Um, yeah, no, I, yeah, you're I'm absolutely right. Yeah. Because yeah. also, like, it is gentrification of us, like, moving into these people's places and building, and they're getting built up because they want to attract more foreigners and things like make that more money and, and yeah. make more yeah and like you know the u.s dollar is pretty strong but, so yeah. but the problem the problem most times with that is when you have americans that they're just looking oh i just want to live on a cheap beach and you know mm-hmm. not have anybody bother me blah 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 over time american culture tends to get forced on that area so yeah. then it's not so much a you know, you're not, you're not having the same experiences if you like, so, okay. So there's a lot of people moving to Costa Rica. A lot of Americans are mm-hmm. retiring to Costa Rica because it's affordable, it's safe. People are friendly and pretty welcoming of foreigners. And, you know, obviously it's a beautiful country, but I think because over time that, that more and more Americans are moving over there and, and that's just one example, but there's plenty elsewhere over time you get these towns that just get transform transformed into expat towns where it's majority Americans. They're building property. They're taking, they're bringing their money down, right? Cause they're retiring or they're, you know, cashing out their business or whatever. They're bringing their money. They're buying land or property. They're building, they're, you know, building their own stuff. And then over time you, you're pushing the, the original residents out because you're building nicer, newer stuff and you're inviting your friends and your family and friends of friends to come down there. And then over time, that whole town that existed and was totally fine on their own is wiped out. And now it's just, it, it, you know, it's like a carbon copy of, of some beach town in Florida all of a sudden. Yeah. So it, that, that's, that's kind of a, the problem that I see with, you know, uh, these waves of mass exodus. And I think a lot of people kind of did that four years ago when he was elected initially um but you know that that's kind of what i think my takeaway from what you're saying is like you have to be respectful of the place you're going you can't while you're american and you're you know supposedly first class citizen in a different country you're still you still need to be you know have some humility right and not not be privilege and not expect things to happen a certain way because you have this u.s passport and whatever and or you have more money than the people around you all of a sudden like you, that type of stuff is 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 how we don't move forward correctly mm-hmm. because people get down to some new place and they expect everything to revolve around them and they are disrespectful and you know, it, it just leaves a bad taste and a bad impression. So Yeah. And that's not freedom. That's access to white privilege. Hmm. Like, that's not, 
that's mm-hmm. and that's not what I want. That's not what I want to do. I want to make sure that if I'm moving to a country and there's black people that are living there, I'm giving back to that community because I live in that community and I am also and also like learning about that community and all of those things because that's that's extremely important to me because I wouldn't want someone doing that to I am trying to escape that from the U.S. and then I'm going somewhere else to do that to another doing that exactly like that's really fucked up like so so yeah that was like one thing that like really opened my eyes and I was like okay I definitely want to be conscientious of of that and and yeah so uh what were I don't I'm trying to think of like so go ahead yeah well I'd say on on the flip side and I'll use an example that I've been seeing myself um I know recently we talked I mentioned that there's these like or I might have been talking to you not on the podcast, but I, I know I've talked to you about this, but um, there's a lot of Facebook groups that I'm interested in because they're black expat groups. Um, and I'm in a couple of them, like they're, they're, they're expat groups, there's travel groups, there's, you know, just general cultural groups and stuff like that. But um, one of the groups I'm in is for people who have expatriated or left, left their home country and moved elsewhere. And I'd say half the people I see, no, no, not even half. There's definitely more than half. I'd say, okay, 75% of the people I see in that group, they're like, oh, it's so amazing to be here. Like, for example, okay, oh, I just moved to the Netherlands. I'm learning Dutch. I'm meeting Dutch people. I'm, you know, I took a Dutch cooking class so I could cook some, you know, uh, you know, national meals and like historical stuff. I'm learning history, blah, blah, blah. They're doing the right thing because they realize that they're moving into someone else's culture. Now, I'm not saying they need to assimilate, but they're they're doing the right things to be respectful. So Dutch most Dutch people speak English, but there are a lot of a lot of people that live out in the country that only speak Dutch. But with that being said, while every most people in the cities can understand you, you shouldn't expect everyone to speak English that you run into. And so for you to learn some important phrases and, you know, how to, um, you know, like just have like a conversation or do like a transaction or something in Dutch, that's a really respectful and I wouldn't say easy way, but like a very um, surefire way to be, you know, at least exude some sort of like responsibility and respectfulness. Mm -hmm. But then on the, you know, on the flip side of things, the other 25% of people I see in some of these groups are, you know, they're like, oh, I'm, I bought this shitty farm here on this beach and I'm going to like, you know, destroy this thing and put up this hotel that a boutique hotel I'm building. And that, that's fine if you want to do that. But if you're going to badmouth the place the whole time and like, oh, it's only, you know, I only paid $100,000 because this place sucks and blah, blah, blah. Like that's some shit I, I've seen. Yeah. And the other 75% of people who are respectful and everything like that, they're very quick to shut that down because it's like we were talking about. You just, it makes you look bad. Yeah. It makes you look bad. It makes you show your privilege where you expect things to, you know, happen a certain way for you because you're American or you're British or Australian or whatever. So, you know, it, that's just kind of something that I always think about. 
I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. Yeah. So, I was trying to think what else they, like, talked about on that episode. It was a really good episode. I highly suggest if you're into... If you're just into um, listening, like, about, like, you know, millennial discussions on, mm. like, the black community and stuff like that, and there are a lot of smart-ass people on those discussions, there are also Definitely. a couple of people who are questionable with their opinions, but, you know, <laughs> that's the point. Um, some of them can be a little toxic, but... You know, sometimes you kind of have to see all the bad and not just all the good. But, yeah. But it, it was a it was a really good discussion, and I really liked it. I personally, I have a couple places where I've been thinking about um, um moving to, um, like Canada is one. Mm-hmm. Um, Portugal is one, New Zealand's one, but also, yeah. <laughs> Why did you say like what like that? Like because this there is the other thing. There are people in New Zealand, just not a lot. Yeah, the other thing I I was thinking New Zealand, and Australia, but the reason that, that that has an asterisk because like they are also known to be pretty racist and toxic. Yeah, and. Well, Here's here's the thing with that. It's a lot of times they're not racist per se. They're very like nationalistic. Like they want to keep Australian Australia Australian. You know. Yeah. So it, and it's not. I I would say like a lot of those countries where it comes off as racist, they're not racist because they just don't like anybody else that's not from Australia. Yeah. <laughs> so that's be, you know it, it's a it's a lot more. Which is kind of ironic for Australia because the history of Australia is, um, y'all, yeah, yeah, Yeah. so that's, that's, like, pretty ironic and weird, but, yes, yeah, so that's why, like, for me, and then the way they treat the aboriginals and then Mm -hmm. the refuge, the African refugees over there in Australia, that's why there's an asterisk. It's a lot of parallels to the U.S., unfortunately. Yeah. So that yeah, that's why I feel that way about that. But also leads me into like I just remembered the other like thing that they talk about is like you know, no matter where you go, you're still black and racism is global. Yeah. I get that. I 100% get that. But for me personally, I can't speak for other people and also for from what I've heard from other a lot of other people who are expats the reason why I would like to leave is for mental health mental health I am I am not in a relationship so I am by myself I have to take care of myself I am not you know responsible for anyone else except for myself so Mm -hmm my personal safety is very important to me. The fact that, like, I don't go out at night. I don't... My car is, like, right outside the building. I don't go to my car at night because I am afraid that something's going to happen. Granted, my neighborhood is what you call gentrified, so it, quote-unquote, is safer or whatever, but I still do not feel comfortable 
yeah. at night. Even during the day, to be totally honest, I don't feel comfortable yep. walking to the pharmacy. Right, you, you can't right pop your earbuds in and walk down the road without no. checking over your shoulder or keeping the volume down or off or whatever. Like, yeah, like it, does, it just doesn't make sense here. Yeah, so it's so my safety is important to me, and as a black woman, I do not feel safe by myself a lot of the times. Even when we were in college, always mm-hmm. use the mm-hmm. buddy system going home. Always. Or going to a party. Or, or calling or, someone or texting mm-hmm. them ahead of time and letting them know, hey, I'm here. It's going to take me 15 minutes to walk here. If you don't see me in 15 or 20 minutes, try to get a hold of me. And if not, something's happened. Yeah. But that's, that's like, across the board. Yeah. All right. Campbell would, any time, when Campbell and I would go to, like, a party or we were hanging, like, even if we were hanging out, there was no alcohol. Getting no dinner nothing. or something. Yeah. yeah. And he would, like, maybe we'd go our separate ways. He'd always be, like, text me when you get home. Like, always. always. And mm-hmm. it was because safety is very important. And I don't feel. And the fact that I have to, cons- I have to do that is crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's crazy that I can't just live my life without being afraid and fearful and then like being a black person in this country ain't no walk in the park like we've seen the protests we've seen what you've seen people people get pulled over and arrested for no fucking for no fucking reason i've been pulled over twice one going home and one going to work on the same road for absolutely no reason except for racism pure Mm. just Full stop. Racism. They make shit up at the window. They're like, yeah. oh, you, uh... Oh, yeah, I can't... Your, your taillights don't look as bright as they should. Mm-hmm. Like, this one, <laughs> the the second time the cop pulled me over, he was like, oh, like, I can't tell if your, um, the registration sticker on your windshield is real or not. I was like, then why did you Are pull you me over? Are you serious? Yes. I am 100% serious. Oh I'm driving... Oh, I haven't told this story in the podcast, but I was driving to work. So it's like 8 a.m. in the morning. I'm like drive. I like there's always a cop like right on the road that um, that I'm on before I turn onto the road that leads me to work. And they're always there notoriously. And um so, and they only, like, 90% of the time, they only pull over black people. Everyone knows this, but they like to deny it. Anyway, so, they're always there, um, and I'm always going the speed limit, irregardless, but I most definitely go the speed limit you know over there, because yeah. everyone exactly. knows that they're there, and mm-hmm. I pass him, and as soon as I passed him, I was like, he's gonna pull me over. You got a weird feeling, right? Yeah. And so yep. I go into the turn lane because I'm turning and he pulls up right behind me and I turn and he turns he turns with me and he turns his lights on. And I'm like, fuck. And I'm like literally right outside my office building. Like mm-hmm. n- no joke. So like That's literally everyone too. can like look out the window and see that I got pulled over like that's how close I was to my building and he like gets out and I was like I'm like panicking and freaking out because I don't like getting pulled over because I don't do anything 
I drive like a grandma. Why would I be getting pulled over, period? You really do. <laughs> so he like, so he like comes over and he's like, he's like, do you know why I pulled you over? And I was like, nah, no, no, I don't. I didn't say that. <laughs> I said no. And he was just, and he was like, oh, like, your, he's like, um, your registration, it looks like I can't tell. Right. It looks weird or whatever. And why he was like, and I was just like, I mean, it's faded because it's been like almost a year, but that's why what the son he, does. Why and would he, he ask you if you knew why, though? How so, the fuck are you supposed to guess something like that? There was no way for me to guess because I wasn't speeding. Oh, you got me. I had a fake registration sticker. Like, that's a thing. Nobody fucking fakes registration. They fake license plate. Like, so... <laughs> So I was just, goes through the trouble that. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm yeah. gonna mute myself because I'm very annoyed right now. <laughs> You're go good. ahead. So I was just like, so I was like, okay. I was like, okay. Well, he was like, okay. Can I see your license? And I was like, all right, sure. So then, I guess, which, looking back, I'm like, oh, so he ran my license to see if he could get anything else because clearly like the sticker wasn't working and I was like he was like okay well you know people he I, he ran my license obviously and obviously nothing came up because I am me and then he was like so then he like comes back and he was like oh well, you know like people we've been having an issue with the registration stickers blah 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 whatever yeah, and I was right. like well oh I you can... know right Sorry, I was I'm just like yeah, you're good I was just like oh, um, let me show you. I was like, I can show you, like, my, like, payment information of, like, when I got my, you know, when I got my inspection and stuff, because that's when you get your sticker. And he was like, okay, like, you know, I'll, I can see that or whatever. And I showed it to him, and he was like, oh, okay. And I was, like, fucking pissed, because I was just like, A, this is the second time I'd gotten pulled over for my sticker, and the first time I got pulled over, I was going home, and the guy, like, he stopped me, and he looks at my sticker, and he was like, oh, never mind, and I was like, leave me alone, like, are y'all, I was like, leave me alone, like, Mm. leave, I hate getting pulled over because it gives me a huge surge of anxiety, and it freaks me out, and I don't, I already don't like driving, so... You can imagine that, A, I don't like driving, B, a cop pulls me over for no reason because I am me, as we've stated before, and I drive like a grandma. So there is, like, no way, there's no reason for you to pull me over for anything except for racism to be 100%. And then, like, and then, so now, like, my anxiety is through the fucking roof, and I'm trying to drive home, and I'm freaking out, my hands are shaking, I have, like, another, like, 15 minutes to drive, and I'm just, like, and that just, like, rattles you. I honestly probably should have just, like, yeah. stopped over and just, like, chilled, but I just really wanted to go home, because I was just, mm-hmm. it's nerve-wracking. I don't want to deal with that shit anymore. Like, when I'm driving, I'm, like, freaking paranoid, like, it is super annoying to me. Another crazy thing is, like, I had to buy a new car. And when I bought a new car, I, like, honestly, I tried to pick a car that not, that is not notorious for black people to have. And that is crazy. 
for me to say or think about because I didn't want to get pulled over. Yeah. Anymore. If you yeah, if you're rolling by, if I'm cop, rolling, you didn't want them to, you know, um, to like automatically assume, assume like, oh, that's yeah. a black person in that car. Black people <sighs> have that car. Or like, it's so, ridiculous that there's even a stigma associated to certain cars. Yeah, there is like, but there is. Yeah, there is like I think one of the like Toyotas and Nissan Altimas are like the top two. Like, Altima, yeah, because they're cheaper Maxima. cars. Yeah. Well, not not so much as cheaper. Well, I not cheaper, just, but like it's it's just popular. Yeah, like, it's just a common car. Yeah, it's you know. <sighs> And yeah. they tend to be more affordable in that as well. So, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I just, but those, that was something, yeah, that, like, I don't want to have to deal with that anymore. That is. Yeah. I've had something similar happen. Yeah. So that just, yeah, those are, those are the reasons why I'm like, that's not good for my mental health. And not just, it's not just driving, but like, you know, it's just one piece of like a huge bigger puzzle and I just don't want to deal with that anymore I really don't I want to be able to be like excuse me I understand that I'm black and I'm going to face racism but if there is some place in which I'm not going to get profiled as much Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. maybe like I can there's that's that's my thing yeah yeah there are certain levels of racism I can deal with Mm -hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. I can deal with, well, I can't deal with you calling me the N word because I will fight you, but <laughs> I can deal with, you know, subtle, stupid shit that you like, say. Like a stare or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, they're asking questions like, oh, your hair, how'd you do your hair like that? That I don't, I don't care about that shit. I'll be honest. I'll be like, this ain't even my hair, girl, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But I, for me, I, I want to go somewhere where I am not a black woman first i'm a woman first one or i'm just an american oh she's american Mm. yeah i'd rather be i'd rather be discriminated against because i'm american than i'm black because at least if that's the case it's just like oh yeah you people are really loud and obnoxious and i'd be like yeah but i i don't consider myself that and then that's it that's the whole discussion Mm -hmm. there's no like you know you look like this and you're ugly and go back to your country or you should be doing x y and z because you're not worthy of yeah whatever but that's the type of type of shit you deal with here yeah <laughs> for sure so you know i'll tell i'll tell my my side of things real quick with the with the cops again uh, pulling me over i've also been pulled over twice ever we've both been driving for over 10 years at no, this point you have no okay sorry yeah let me, yeah yeah i remember you got your license just like 2016 right? yeah that's right okay yeah i've been driving since i was 15 when i got the permit and you know my parents drove with me whatever i've been pulled over twice first time i got pulled over okay the second time i got pulled over it was my fault i was speeding because i was late to work and it was my fault that's mm-hmm. fine but I was also pissed because the car in front of me was going way faster and he pulled me over. Yeah, they <laughs> always get story. the person in the back, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the first time I was pulled over, I was in the next town over from where I lived with my family. My brother and I ran an errand for my mom. She asked us to go to the grocery store, or she asked me to go and I asked my brother if he'd tag along. So we drove in my car, got the groceries. It was probably like 4 p.m. in the summer. So the sun doesn't even go down to like seven or eight o'clock. 
So plenty of brightness. And the reason I'm telling you this is because I, I look, I stop at a light. We're like 10 minutes from home in the next town over. Stop at a light. I see this cop looking at us. We're like the first car behind the red light. And he's on the other portion of the intersection. And he had just come to a stop because our light was about to turn green. Light turns green. I keep moving through. And I looked, I looked at him and I think I looked at him a little too long because I looked at, over at my brother and I said, that guy's going to pull us over. He's staring at us. And he's like, what do you mean? As soon as I said that, he comes whipping out from his intersection, turns his lights on, stops traffic so that he can go through his red light, comes up right behind us, pulls us over. So now I'm like, okay, what now? Like I looked at him too long and now he's pulling us over. Like what could you possibly pull us over for? Comes up, super smug dude, like super smug, like rude. He was like, hey, why why do you think I pulled you over? And I'm like, I don't know. You know, and I'm like, at this point, I, my, my parents have already schooled us. Keep your hands on the wheel. Do not move unless they tell you to do something specific. Tell them you're going to be doing whatever, X, Y, and Z, all this stuff. My brother's sitting with his hands in his lap because we don't want no trouble, right? He says, <laughs> he says, one of your headlights is out. And I was like, I don't have my headlights on. It, it's the daytime. I, I, I don't, you know, drive with my headlights on. And he goes, oh, no, no, look, look at your headlight. So I look at the headlight. I get out and look at the headlight. It's my day running lights. Those lights, they're, they're exactly what they say they are. They're day running lights. They're just an extra layer of whatever. They're not necessary. As long as your main headlights work, which are a different bulb, mind you, when you turn on your headlights, you switch out the bulbs. So the day running lights get powered off or they maybe stay on, but another light gets added to make it a proper yeah. nighttime headlight this shit is not even most car like older cars like i had an older car that just happened to have those day running lights most older cars don't even have that option if your lights are off they're off and if they're on they're on but he's like oh your your day your your lights are out and i'm like but do i need these lights like i i can't turn them off they're just they're just always on he's like well you need to get that fixed Oh, where, where are you coming? Where are you going to, by the way? And I'm like, oh, now he's questioning us. So I get back in the car. He's questioning me like, like, where are you going? What are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, we just came from the grocery store. We're just going home. He's like, where do you live? I was like, oh, I live in this, this, I named the next town over. He's like, why are you over here? Why, why would you ask me if I'm going grocery, why am I, like, what? you know, so, so I'm getting frustrated and I'm trying to be calm and not like snarky, like I want to be. Because he might take that as aggression or something, but I'm really just frustrating because he's asking me stupid questions. He's like, "Why are you, why are you over here grocery shopping when you could grocery shop over there?" I'm like, "We went to Walmart because this is where the Walmart is." And he's like, "Oh, really? Well, I don't see anything." I'm like, "I have groceries in the back seat. Like, do you need to?" Look? Dude walked around the car and peeked in the window so he could see the groceries in the back seat. And then he goes, oh, he looks at my brother and he's like, well, what are you doing? And he's like, I just rode with her. She's my sister. Yeah. And then he asked to see both of our licenses. Luckily, my brother had his ID on him. He didn't have to. He shouldn't have to. If he's a passenger, you don't, you just don't need it. You know? And then he was able to see, oh, okay. They do live in the next town over. They have the same address. They're related, blah, blah, blah. And he let us go. That was 20 minutes of my life <laughs> for that. For what? I was, yeah, I was like 16, 17, whatever. But he's like, oh, get your headlight fixed. I'm like, 
okay, I'll switch out the bulb when I get home because I can drive this car and not have a problem. People drive around all the time with those headlights out. It, it was just not necessary. So anyways, back to what you're saying, you just want personal safety and peace of mind because that would help your mental health. You don't mm-hmm. have to be freaking out about someone new moving in that you don't recognize. You don't have to be freaking out about being the only person on the street, you know, mm-hmm. at the, in the middle of the night, whatever. And so when I think of that type of stuff, I think about the difference between me walking around somewhere like here in the city I live in and walking around somewhere like Amsterdam or Edinburgh in Scotland. It's it's night and day. Literally, like you you just there's so much more that you have access to because you know in the back of your head there's such a low, low, low chance of something happening to me. Yeah. And even if something did happen to me, I know I'm protected in a way. People actually care about what happens to me here. Yeah. If I got attacked on the street here, they would be looking for reasons as to why I let myself get attacked. Mm-hmm. But if I was attacked somewhere else, for example, not everywhere, of course, but somewhere else that yeah. I have more trust in, they would be looking for that person and making sure that I'm okay. Yeah. It just doesn't, it's just not the same. It's not the same here. So yeah, I agree. That's, that's a big reason why I want to leave just peace of mind. Like, and to, I guess, meld and mix with people who aren't American, you know, it's just, you just get a different outlook on, on certain things when you're experienced to different people. So. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. Like, the fact that, like, y'all had to, like, go through so <laughs> much extra to prove that your yeah. life is valid and worthy of believing in is ridiculous. Like, you had to literally offer up your life, pretty much, to get this cop to understand that there is nothing wrong with what you're doing. And that you have to, that's the problem. Like, I shouldn't have to consistently show people that my life is valid and worthy because and you're uncomfortable because of the color of my skin. That is yeah. absolutely ridiculous. I shouldn't have to give you the shirt off my back for you to understand that, hey, do not hurt me, do not kill me, do not shoot me, do not harm me, because my life is valid. That is 100% fucked up, and that's what Black Lives Matters means. And that's why a lot of people are done with the bullshit. We just want fucking humanity. And a lot of places in here, we're not given that at all. Mm-hmm. And it's... 100% fucked up and I hope that people who are listening who are not black understand that and stand with us in that because it's extremely important because I'm at a point where I'm sick and tired like we're at a point where we're sick and tired and we're just like this is not where we want to be anymore like yeah. this is truly not where we want to be anymore and Another thing that they talked about was, like, you know, and I mentioned this before that, like, you know, a lot of us still have ties to the United States. My parents 
like still live here my grandparents still live here Mm -hmm. and for and they have like a sense of like attachment to the United States and being American and I honestly I will say like I don't feel an attachment to the United States and I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that I'm first generation yeah like yeah like my parent my family is Jamaican and Guyanese so they immigrated to the United States when they were um like older teenage um young adult um in their in around those years of their lives so I think it's like 80s 90s so um yeah so what I know of the United States is more so that I'm just an American citizen and I am, um, I'm a naturalized and all that stuff. I was born here, but a lot of like the heritage and the culture that I claim, sorry, (laughs) a lot of the heritage and the culture that I claim isn't always American. It's a mixture of like, Caribbean, South American, and, like, American culture, and so I don't feel, like, a huge sense of attachment to the United States in that, like, nationalism way, so I think for me, at least, it's a little bit easier for me to just be like, bye, (laughs) like, I'm, I'm Gucci out here, like, and I, also, I do have family in, like, I have a lot of family in Canada as well. Not everyone immigrated to U.S. A lot of people went to Canada. Um, I do have some family in Europe as well, so. Do you? Yeah, like, my grandmother. <laughs> my grandmother's aunt, so, like, my great aunt. I think she lives okay. in England. Yeah. So... And then, like, I, I still have family in, like, Jamaica and Guyana as well. So, it's, so I get, I get, like, you know, being, it's hard for a lot of, like, Black Americans to leave because they do feel a sense of attachment to the United States for, yeah. not not just family, but also, you know, as being, like, an American citizen, like, this is a lot of, like, all they know, like, they're, they're descendants of slaves, and I 100% get that, but I, I don't, I don't think that, I don't know, I, I think, I think it's okay to feel that way, because it makes sense, it makes total sense, but I don't want that to deter people from, Finding a better relationship in in where you live, like finding a better relationship to a place that you probably feel more connected and feel more um, safe in. So yeah, so yeah. And it and it's not just um, it. I, I'm sure we'll talk about this in in future episodes. We can do you know an in depth uh, you know detailed episode talking about different ways to expatriate or different benefits mm-hmm. depending on where you're going but it's not just from a safety aspect it's you know or or even a mental health aspect it's from a social aspect it's from a physical health aspect in in a lot of cases um 
especially in Europe, I know, it, you know, quality of food and things like that. It's just better. Not, not for, not to say, you know, farmers and crops and stuff are better over there, but the things are handled in a different way that in some cases might promote better, um, you know, better health benefits and also, you know, stuff like healthcare and, and work-life balance, those, those sort of things. That's, that's a huge deal for a lot of people too. So for you, personal safety and, and for myself, personal safety, peace of mind, mental health, mental clarity, you know, not, uh, having as many situations that, you know, can induce like social anxiety and things like that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's major for us, but for other people it could be, well, I, you know, if I, I work the same job that I work here in, you know, in New York, if I go to London and work the same job, I get, maybe I make a little less money because I, more money goes into taxes and, and mm-hmm. social programs and things like that. But I get three more weeks of vacation and three more weeks to spend with my wife and my kids or, you know, or, or it's easier for us to explore different culture and stuff because we can take a weekend trip to a different country and, and immerse ourselves somewhere else and get a break and, you know, things like that. There, there's a, a lot of other benefits to looking at different options other than the U.S. And right now I feel like people are realizing very quickly that you know, as much as as U.S. wants to tout that they're a you know first class country, it, it's it's not that way for a lot of people. It's just, it's just not. You could get treated a lot better yourself personally. Not talking about the country as a whole or Americans as a whole, but you could get potentially treated much better somewhere else, and for very little, um, you know. Oh. Hey, that's weird because I just got an Apple. Remember we were talking about Apple News? Mm-hmm. I just got a what the fuck? That's weird. I just got an alert from Apple News, which I don't typically get for just like any old thing. But it says, "Meet the shameless travelers globe trotting amid a pandemic." That sucks because you shouldn't be traveling for fun right now. Like that, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to do that. But but there's another thing. It says, "Plus the glorious Dutch art of doing nothing." Oh, that's yes. what I'm talking about. That's 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 work life balance right there. There's a whole culture apparently in the Netherlands centered around not doing anything, just being comfy and chilling out and enjoying yourself. Yeah. That's not a thing here. It's just not. As much as people think that, oh, you get to do this, this, and this in America, you can do that in other countries as well. And then some. And you don't have to sacrifice your job because you want to take a three week vacation instead of a two week vacation. You know, yeah. <laughs> it, it's like shit like that that just makes sense. Yeah, no, it just I, sense. I agree. Yeah, when I when you're talking about the like um, medical care thing, I 100% agree. Like, granted, I don't know if I, I I'm still like 50 50 if I'm gonna have my own kids or not, like give birth to mm-hmm. a child. I'm like 80% sure that I'm going to have a kid I might just adopt but yeah if I'm going to like you know gestate my own child like here in the U.S. the rates of mortality for black women giving birth is atrocious it's very high it's it's so unreasonably fucking high. high it's absolutely ridiculous and 
going to if you have a child if a black woman has a child in another country they're more likely to live than if they're in the u.s that is that's ridiculous so i'm very much at a point where if i and even if i adopt like i'm going to adopt a black child and i don't know if i want them to deal with the bullshit that is american culture and society like not to say that they would never face racism or anything like that like that shit is global like people people hate black people on a global level but like they could learn that and more and it wouldn't have they their life wouldn't have to be centered around something like that and yeah, yeah so there's a lot of factors there's a lot of reasons as to why people expat and they're all valid like even if it's just like i just wanted to get out that's valid and okay and it makes sense because that is that is what you wanted to do with your life um but yeah like i feel like like we said before you know this is this is a privilege to have a discussion on this is something that not everyone is going to be able to do some people can only dream you know like I am grateful that I am able to have like this you know to be able to be thinking about this and putting a plan in place and all that stuff like you know not everyone can get a passport like you know like yeah so it's but I am grateful that we can have this conversation because I don't know it's it's important to me and I think it's just important in general to have like to know that you have options and you don't have to stay here you don't if you don't want to right one thing I will say is I you know I don't necessarily think it's impossible for some people but it's very one it's very hard and two it might take a long ass time mm-hmm. for for this to be an option for most people. And like I said, this is something we can talk about later on, but really, I mean if you're okay, if you're considering it or you you started giving it some thought recently, the best thing to do first is one do your research, mm-hmm. two you need to visit the place that you're going to move to. You don't just assume because everyone else is having a good time, you're going to have a good time there too. Mm-hmm. You have to see it for yourself. And in, in I'd say 95% of cases, it's it should be much better to check it out yourself first. And one thing I would say um, to someone that's interested or maybe, you know, maybe they haven't really done a lot of traveling in the past start with countries who also have the national languages english because mm-hmm. you're you're just gonna have a better time it's just gonna be easier for you to navigate every country is a culture shock in some way including canada yeah and and we're just talking of course we have maybe we have some listeners who are not in the u.s right now but for the most part i'm talking to american americans like mm-hmm. most countries will have some sort of culture shock to you 
they do things differently. In Canada, there's an t- entirely different currency. That could be a culture shock. Mm-hmm. Just having to like, you know, figure out their bills and stuff. You could, re- if you hold up a twenty dollar bill, someone can recognize it if the, you know, if they live in that country and use that currency. But if you hold up a Canadian twenty dollar bill, they might not be able to recognize it. That's like in itself, yeah, uh, some sort of you know difference to culture. So, anyways, what I'm saying is. Start with the countries where you'll have an easier time because at least you won't have a language barrier. If you need to ask for help, if you need to order something at a restaurant, if you need to count change, if you need to get directions, you can communicate and you don't have any issues. Start with those countries. I would highly recommend visiting the UK. And not that's not just England. Don't just go to London if you, you know, if you're trying to be there for a while. Don't just stay in one place too. Feel feel for different cities because most people are like, oh, if you think of the Netherlands, you think of Amsterdam. But there's three, like name at least three or four different major cities there that could be just as great or even a better fit for a lot of people. Like, don't just limit yourself to one spot, but also just focus on what's what's easy and doable, and you know, get get to you some sort of like, I guess, safety net or comfort zone in in one way or another. Um, you know, start with those countries, see how you feel, even in those countries where if you move there, at least you wouldn't have language as a barrier. And then from there, think about places like Germany, where most people prefer to speak German and, you know, uh, or Portugal, most people speak Portuguese or, you know, there's, mm-hmm. there's plenty of people that, that speak English and other international languages. But, you know, then start thinking about those countries where it might be a little more difficult to get around if you don't know, you know, the language or or the culture is, is very different. Like if you went to, um, you know, say Japan or something like that, where the culture is very different. It, yeah, sure, it might be easy and safe and, and you know, you can do your own thing. But if you don't know certain cultural customs, like in, you know, a lot of Asian countries, they expect you to act a certain way in public or act a certain way in a restaurant or, you know, do this and not that. That's just the norm or whatever. Like, if you don't know those sort of things, like that's why you kind of, I, I recommend like working your way up to that because at least you, you know, you've got some, some sort of like a trial, I guess, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. I, I guess I'm kind of ranting here, but my main thing is if you're interested, give it a try because the best thing to do is to just try to experience it anyway. Even if you just go for a week or something, try to live like a local. If you're like, oh, I'm going to go check out England or I'm going to go check out you know, uh, the Netherlands or something. Don't just stay in a hotel all day sitting around drinking because the drinking age is lower than here or whatever. Like, go there, act like a local, do some grocery shopping, go to a local restaurant, like, you know, go off the beaten path. Don't just stick to a tour bus or a tour guide all week. Like, do those sort of things so that you can get a feel for how it would be if you were actually there, living there. Yeah. And then think about, expatriating because <laughs> you should <laughs> yeah no i 100% agree do do your research just you know type into google you know blacks ex black expat or something yeah, along those be, lines and yeah kind of start there yeah. for black people though you could just yeah you no. could start with you know in america okay if you're okay now let's say you've gone to a few english-speaking countries and you're like i want to try something new and i want to go to uh Thailand, right? Okay, obviously the borders aren't really open to Americans right now, but we're assuming after things with the pandemic have kind of stabilized and 
traveling is actually a decent option again. And let's say you're trying to, to go somewhere like, like Thailand, just type in American in Thailand. It would type in black in Thailand. I always search and do research on what it's like to be a black person in whatever country I'm traveling to mm-hmm. or whatever area I'm going to. Because I don't want surprises like somebody walking up on me and saying some shit like calling me a monkey or something. I, I don't want to deal with that. And I, and if I do have to deal with it, I want to at least be prepared. Yeah. And that's why there's certain, there's certain places that I'm not prepared to go to at this point in time because things are still like that there it's unfortunate but that's the reality of mm-hmm. things but anyways you know like celeste was saying do your research don't just assume that because you have an american passport like as we was talking about earlier with privilege don't assume that people are gonna roll out the red carpet for you at the airport and you'll be good no yeah you, you gotta do proper research on that stuff it's tough and it, it's difficult Traveling is is not easy, and certainly moving countries is definitely not easy, but it's doable, it's achievable for many people, but you, you kind of have to figure out the best route for you, and I, I think we can talk about this, you know, in later episodes, like we were saying, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's, it's certainly an option, and if the election goes the way we want it to, that, that's good, but if it doesn't go the way we want it to, um... Yeah, I might be needing to uh, start my research again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, that's that's um that was good. Yeah, we're definitely gonna do another episode and like kind of yeah go a little bit more in I depth. Love talking about this stuff. Yeah, I also still want to do. I still have a lot of research to do, even though I've done a lot, but I still have a lot of research to do. So, so yeah. So now, we'll move into our last segment of the episode called What's Got You Hot? What's Got You Hot? I have a few this week. So. <laughs> okay, yeah. let me go first then because I only got one. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, this. <sighs> okay. <sighs> Deep breath, Amber. <laughs> this COVID stuff is crazy. And everybody's like, oh, we're getting into the next wave, blah, blah, blah. Like, I wish people would stop joking about this shit. Like, it's it's not fucking fun to, to not be able to do what you used to do without having to think about it. Like, it's not fun having to drive down the road and then realize you don't have a mask and then turn around and go back and get a fucking mask because you can't go to the grocery store without it. It's not fun sitting outside, like right now, where I am in the Midwest, it's fucking cold outside. It's like 40 something degrees but if we want to go and do anything we gotta be prepared to sit outside in the 40 fucking degrees you know this this is not fun so for people who are like oh it's not that bad it's not that bad oh it's not that bad i just read yesterday this week has some had some of the highest reported cases since this thing began in in january february and march yeah this it's out of control there's almost a hundred thousand new cases a day right now a hundred thousand people with the ability to spread to another hundred thousand people every day it's adding on this count is not reducing i don't care what that idiot in the white house says this shit is not getting any better he's not rounding the curve on this like it's not so take care of yourself be respectful to other people 
don't be a dick. Don't wear your mask under your nose because you can breathe better. That's the whole point is for you to block the air that's either coming into your face or leaving your body. Wear the mask correctly. Don't fucking bitch about it if somebody tells you to adjust your mask because you're not wearing it right. Don't bitch about it if you're sitting at a restaurant. You gotta put your mask on every time a waitress comes over because your waitress life matters too. You don't want her to get sick just because you want to be an asshole and you don't know you're sick or you know you're sick and you're still going out. Just don't, just be a decent person so we can get through this. That's why New Zealand doesn't really have any cases. That's why Taiwan hasn't had cases in a long ass time because people are respectful. Japan as well, they're, they're doing the right thing because people are respectful and they value the people around them. They take care of each other. And it's not that big a deal. It's just a civic duty to be a decent person. <laughs> and that's why you also need to vote. Don't fucking say, oh, well, it doesn't matter because my vote will get trans uh, you know, canceled out by someone else. No, you have to hope that the person, you know, that you don't want to see in the White House has someone that thinks the same thing. It says, oh, um, yeah, I'm not going to go because it doesn't matter. It does matter. That's why people get pissed off every time an election happens because they think that the people that they thought were going to vote for the person in the White House is they weren't doing the right thing. You know, they're like, oh, nobody came out and voted like they should have. That shit happens every fucking four years. So don't make it an issue for yourself again. Just go vote. Yeah, agreed. 100% agreed. Yeah, y'all are wild. I don't know. Why are y'all going... Why are y'all traveling to Mexico? Like, I legitimately don't understand. And in Oh droves. my god, I just read something on on Tulum, uh, Tulum, Mexico, just before we started talking. Mm-hmm. <sighs> in droves. These, okay, these, these, yeah, these women were like, oh, we're gonna get this sweet Airbnb in Tulum. Tulum is the new Cancun or Playa del Carmen, basically. It's, it's a beachy area that's up and coming up and coming up and coming the roads are still more or less un- underdeveloped their infrastructure isn't you know uh where it could be but a lot of people are, are going down there because it's beautiful obviously but it's cheap and you can party down there and there's so many different people you can meet blah 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 you should not be going on vacations right now you should be at home trying to prevent this shit so that you can continue to go on vacations later when all this stuff is handled, this is just dragging shit out even more. I'm sorry, I cut you off on your what's got you hot. I will mute myself no, because good. I'm just mad all, about all this. No, right no, now. no, I was just responding to yours, but yeah, no, I, I, I 100, I 100% agree. I literally don't understand. There was someone who went on this huge. It was like twenty plus people on this trip to Tulum. And I was just like, I just had to block them or unfollow them Mm. because I was just like, I don't want to see this shit. This is dumb. Like the amount of people I've had to like, the amount of people that I have had to mute on social media because they keep traveling, it's like ridiculous (laughs) because I'm just like, why are you traveling? This is, this is insane. Like. This is what we're not supposed to be doing, but whatever. I did see some white lady was talking about, y'all need to stop travel shaming. No, you need to be shamed into not no, traveling. What, what is hell? wrong with Are you? Are you kidding me? 
my what God. is Stop abs- travel shame? That's the whole point. You travel shame someone so that other people don't How- do your stupid shit. Also, think about it. In your brain that was developed for nine months. Well, not really. But clearly not. Because... How many countries have opened their borders to the United States? Hardly any. So last time I looked at a map, it was probably ten. <laughs> so if only like ten countries have opened up their borders to the United States, and how many countries are there in the world? Over a, like a hundred and ninety, hundred thirty, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, is it more than that? Yeah, it's probably close to two hundred. So if the majority of countries have not opened their borders to the U.S. What? Like, two plus two does not equal one. It equals four. Like, put the put it together. Clearly, there is something wrong that we're doing because nobody wants us coming over there. Like, I don't know, but I guess yeah. common sense isn't so There's, common. I don't know. Like, y'all have fun. Currently 195 countries. Oh, and out of those, let me look up how many are actually open to U.S. citizens. Y'all are just, I don't know. I don't know, man. Any guesses? Like five. As of, uh, okay. As of October 20, October 14th. As of October 14th. Here we go. Ah. <sighs> It's about twenty. Really? And most are most are at level three or four, which which people are or the, the State Department is saying don't go there if you don't have to. Mm. Yeah, it's it's this list is very short. Yeah. I mean <laughs> that was a lot more than I thought. But yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So y'all have fun with that. Um my What's got you hot? I have a few things. One, I had to block the Hulk on Twitter, aka Mark Ruffalo, because Why? of the whole Chris Pratt thing. Y'all. Oh, I missed that. What happened? So, for like months now, probably like even like over a year, there have been a lot of. Everyone always does these like celebrity Twitter polls. And one of the more popular ones is, like, it's always, like, pick one or choose one. And, like, it'll be, like, all the Chris's. So, like, Pine, Pratt, Evans. And I don't know what the other Chris's are, their last names. But I know they're, they're, it's white men. Um, so it'll be, like, one Chris has to go. And 99% of the time, it's Chris Pratt. Because, duh, I mean, he is allegedly, because I'm not trying to get sued, but allegedly he has been really into some weird conservative stuff and like supposedly he is allegedly part of the MAGA crowd and like all of these like weird things. And so, past that, he's just not the better Chris of all the Chris's that are out there. So, and 
So then there was this huge thing because then all of the fucking Avengers decided to go on this rampage on Twitter about how y'all need to stop bullying Chris Pratt. Who the fuck is bullying Chris Pratt? It is literally a Twitter poll about who is the better Chris. And it literally doesn't matter whatsoever because at the end of the day, Chris Pratt is what? Still white, still male, and still rich for no reason. He's not even that great of an actor. He always just plays a version of himself in every single role that he's in. So, and guess what? He was great. Chris Pratt's listening right now like, "Mm." I'm joking. But like, Andy was great on Parks and Rec. We love Andy. We don't love Chris Pratt. So, and it's fine. It's okay. And then they went on this like, rampage and was like supporting him like oh we support chris pratt blah blah blah, whatever it's literally the stupidest thing in the entire world where was this energy when brie larson was getting is her last name larson i don't remember when she was Mm -hmm. getting shat on because she was captain marvel and they were talking so much shit about captain marvel none of y'all were there for her except for um what's his name the black the the black guy who plays um Ironheart I don't remember his name damn he's like I don't remember his name but he was the only person who stuck up for Brie Larson through that entire thing so fuck all of y'all I had to block I can't believe I had to block the fucking Hulk like I'm so pissed like because it's just literally the stupidest thing in the world it's a twitter poll y'all it is literally a twitter poll now they've been trolling like a motherfucker like anytime somebody does like a random tweet of like one has to go like maybe it's like about food or like maybe about some other celebrity someone will retweet and just be like chris pratt he has nothing to do with he's not even a part of one has to go the little one has to go thing and they always say chris pratt and i am here for it because what the actual fuck it was not that big of a deal but y'all took it to this big deal for no reason like he's a rich white man this ain't gonna do shit for him. He's still gonna get another role. No one is bullying him. It's a stupid, dumb Twitter poll. Like, so, yeah, that's one. Two. The lady in her car while I was at the stoplight yesterday after eating Wendy's. So, I was... I just finished, I went to Wendy's, you know, got me a little meal. I ate my meal. And so I'm on my way to Marshall's. And so I'm, so I'm at the, so like, it's like the Wendy's establishment. And then they have like a road with like a light, like right next to the Wendy's. Yeah. And so I'm probably not describing that right, but whatever. So it's like a side street. Yeah, it's a side street. It has a light and it's right in front of the entrance to the Wendy's. So the line, so like the line is long because it's a small street with a light, um, small side street with a light. So I'm in, so this lady who is driving the opposite direction, she's trying to get into the Wendy's, but the car behind me is blocking the entrance Mm -hmm. because they're waiting on the light to like go to turn onto you know the main road or whatever so she so she's 
driving the opposite direction. She's trying to turn to the Wendy's. My window is rolled down a little bit because, you know, it's like, oh, it's like God, temperate, you know, like it's, you know, it's like not hot, but it's not cold, you know, like, you know, like Already when you're in the car, like if you have the windows up, you just crack the still, window. Yeah. you still got to, you know, you got to crack the window. So her window was down as well. And she's smoking because clearly she wants to die soon. So I, so I'm like in my car, I'm in my business. I got my sunglasses on. I'm listening to my music, whatever. I'm not paying her. No mind. All of a sudden I hear, can you move up? And I was like, and sh- man, when I tell you the, as soon as she said that the light had turned green. So I technically was going to move up. But when I, I looked at her and I was like, in my head, I'm thinking, bitch, who the fuck are you talking to? The light is fucking red. How the fuck am I supposed to move up? There's literally someone in front of me. Where the fuck am I going to go? You can't wait? Also, I'm not the reason why I'm not blocking the entrance. The person behind me is blocking the entrance. So how yeah, the fuck so am I supposed to- going to roll up and yell at them too. <laughs> Lady, if that light had not turned green, I would have cussed you out. Because I don't know who the fuck you were talking to, but you were not talking to me. Like, who? Yeah. I, it didn't make, it's not clicking. It does not make any sense. I don't know, I don't know if, like, the nicotine or whatever other chemicals are in your brain, but you were not talking to me because I was not the one who was in the wrong. So, and you could have just waited. You can't wait. Wendy's is right there. You were going to turn in there anyway, and you were going to have to wait in the line for your food anyway. So, what is another two, three minutes? It's not like somebody was going to cut in front of her and get in line before her. And what if they did? You would have still had to wait. Yeah. So, oh my God. So She's like, I want my four for four. <sighs> Jesus Christ. So, that's two. Number three. Um. So, I go to Marshall's get you know i do my little browsing i do that like once a month because i'm not crazy out here in these streets and i well it's not really once a month but i went in there this is probably the second time i've been in marshall since february so i was in there picked up a few things whatever and you know browse a little bit and then i was like all right I'm going to go to the checkout line. So I go to the checkout line. You know how, like, in Marshalls, when you go to the line, it's, like, they have, it, like, wraps around. So, like. They've got the little um, snaking. Yeah, it has the like, snaking thing. Line, yeah. Line. Yeah. So. Where all that, all that impulse buy shit mm-hmm, is. Like, yeah. I forget. Old stale candy. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> so it's called the, well, the fast lane stuff. Some places call it, like, fast lane stuff. But anyway. So. Yeah, so I'm in the line, but I'm in, like, the I'm at the corner, so right before, like, in the, like, turn or whatever. Yeah. So, so yeah, so that's where I am. I, I'm standing there because, like, in most stores, and because it's a pandemic, it says, stand here to be six feet away from someone. So, mm-hmm. what do I do? Because I have a brain and eyes. I stood there to be six feet away from someone. And like I said, I'm in the corner. So like, I'm like, 
in like the little turn area so there's someone in front of me but they're in the actual lane and then I'm in the outside lane trying to go in I don't know if that explains that correctly but so there is like more Either than way, six- you were in line yeah I was in line but you were social distance yes so I was like definitely more than six feet away from someone that the person in front of me mm-hmm. so then this white lady of course comes up and she's like she stand, she's like standing in the corner in between me and the other person and she's looking around looking around looking around and she's like and she just stands there for a second and then she looks at me and she's like oh are you in line and I was like and I just nod and she was like oh you're doing the six feet thing and I was like pause the six I'm sorry what oh Jesus there's uh... pause <sighs> the six feet thing ma'am ma'am Ma'am, ma'am, every single- Where has she been? Ma'am, we are all wearing masks. The six feet thing, really? Really. (sighs) This is why I don't go outside. This is why I don't go outside, y'all. Because you don't trust other people. (laughs) The six feet thing, really? Really? Is this what we're calling it now? Social distancing, staying away from you motherfuckers because I'm not trying that to catch COVID. Me, like that tells me she likes to write up on people, like especially in the grocery store. She'll be right behind them. Oh yeah, uh, I will say, I am glad that the six that we have to stay six feet away from each other in lines now because I hate when people are right up my ass yes. behind me, running over your ankles and shit yes. with your cart, like. You won't get to the register any faster than me if you're clipping me at the ankles with your cart. Like, I just, I I never understood that. And then there'll be the times where I, like, move up to give myself space, and they move up with you, and I'm like, so you don't like personal space. You don't like, you don't like, you just like to be all up under people. It's disgusting. Get mm-hmm. away from me. Yeah, so, yeah, so, shout out to that lady, because now, I just refuse to go, I don't want to go to the store anymore. Like, I really don't, because, the six feet thing, really, ma'am? Is that what we're calling it? Oh, man, I was in, I was in Aldi yesterday, and I ran in there, my partner was in the car, because we were waiting to pick up food, and I was like, oh, I'm just gonna run in here and look for something I can find get. So I ran in there, I was in there maybe five minutes, and I go to get in line, and there's one register open because it's kind of late at night. They're about to close within an hour or so. There's one line open. And so I'm just kind of people watching, right? This lady in front of me, she had like a cart full, whatever. But she was chilling. The lady in front of her did not have a mask on. And I was like, what the fuck? Where am I right now? Like, what is this? And so she's standing there, this lady without the mask. The only reason why I could see her expression was because she's once she's looking around at everybody else like what what like say something you know and then she's like looking really like pissed off and I look in her hand she's got like just like two or three things she's got like cookies and some random other snack like just obviously just popped in there real quick to get something right but she's looking around and I'm staring at her and the lady in front of me staring at her like what are you doing right the cashier sees her because she's next in line. She's like, ma'am, I'm not going to, I'm not going to check you out unless you have a mask. She's like, ow, oh, oh. she's like getting all like frustrated. She gets on the phone with somebody. She calls somebody and I guess her boyfriend or husband or some unfortunate bastard 
comes in the store. He looks sad as fuck. And she's like, hurry up, like, like kind of like waving her hand real quick so he'll like move fit quicker. She holds her arm out like she's, you know, she holds her arm out waiting for him to get to her. And he hands her a mask and she snatches it. But the way she grabbed it, she pulled it so hard, the elastic on one of the um, ears popped off. And so she goes, oh, fuck, like really loud. I'm like, why is she being so disruptive? Like everybody else in the store, it was so quiet in that store. Everybody was chilling, just, you know, last minute for the night shopping type of shit. Everybody's quiet. She goes, oh, fuck. And I'm like, just put the fucking mask on. And she's like, ah. and you know, she's like, puts it on one ear and then kind of drapes the other one over the other ear. And at this point, I think the cashier was just like, fuck it. She was like, come on. Like she checked her out really quick and left. And she's like cursing the whole way out. I'm like, okay, it's not my fault that you don't have your fucking mask. I'm sorry. It's such a chore for you to put something over your face for 10 minutes while you walk in the store. But here we are here we fucking it's ridiculous. are yeah like yeah so yeah um yeah that that's really it for me just those quick well not quick but like those three things um please we're i it's it sucks that like we're asking such bare minimum things for people like be kind (laughs) like care about people like you know um wear wear a mask you know um just do basic shit to show that you have empathy but clearly you don't but can we pretend at least that you kind of do a little bit just just Mm -hmm. a little bit no okay i'm over it i'm tired i'm done um yeah but yeah that was that that's all folks i don't know what else yeah. to say uh, yeah well on that note <laughs> oh man on that note this was the slight sarcasm podcast we want to thank you all for listening in i'm amber i'm celeste thank you everyone <laughs> for listening and we hope that you guys join us for the next episode also please vote yes just, just vote. Yeah. Even if you don't want to, just get it done. If I know it might take a while, just, just, yeah, do it for somebody else. Yeah. If you're not doing it for yourself, do it for somebody else. Yeah. I, do I it used for your friend that's been been complaining all year. Yeah. I, when I started um, voting and stuff like that, I, yeah, I do vote for myself. I mean. I come first, but also I vote for, like, my brother who can't vote hmm. or, like, you know, mm-hmm. my cousins who can't vote. I vote that because just because they're just young, <laughs> um, I vote for because I come from an immigrant family. I vote for the people who can't immigrants who can't vote. You know, I've had friends in the past. I have a friend who this was her first time voting. She just became a citizen this year. Like. I vote for those people who who can't vote, but voting the way thing because of voting, their lives are also affected as well, even though they can't vote. So I vote for people who lost their right to vote, you know, and, but are still affected by the things that we vote on. There you go. So yep. it's not just... But, you know, that also requires people to have empathy, which... 
is lacking in a lot of cases. Yeah. So, yeah, please vote. Um, but yeah, very well said. Very well said. Again, thank you everyone.